So, like, our theme music is supposed to be playing. And I think it is. Okay. It's playing? Yeah. All right. Rock out. I'm just saying, like, you know. Rock out. I need something to let me know that, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) These crackers are good. And not talking about the crackers, you know. Gotta love those crackers. You gotta love these crackers. The club crackers. I have, like, I guess in England they call them crackers or nips, like little nips. cookies. Little nips? I don't I like, know. I like little nips. Uh, are they called, like, little, chips? Little mini fries? nips. Whatever. We're not British. Anyway, this is the Omar Show. Tell them. I am your lovely, lovely host, Queen X. And I'm your handsome and devonair, quite flying. Hey, welcome. Hello. We are here inviting you to think before it is illegal. Waking, Waking up, up the, the people. people. One at a time. Yes, indeed. Real people, real talk, real life. That's what you do. All right, so today is February 22nd, and... It's almost the end of Black History Month. Because it is the shortest month of them all. It's but... so hard to say goodbye to Black History Month. <laughs> what you talking about, Willie? <laughs> anyway, since that you didn't know happened in Black History, you probably didn't know some of the things we're going to go over today. Um, it's Black History in America, but we're also going to bring you some stuff from around the globe. Um, plus, we may have some, we're going to have a um, Black History trivia question. And just one, though, just one. And whoever can get it right will get a prize. So if you guys are following us, which you should be, on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and all of them, yes, then um, you will be happy to know that you can answer it on either of those. We're going to post a post on Instagram that you can reply to. And we're also going to uh, post that same photo on Instagram and Facebook. So if you guys know the answer, make sure you comment below those or retweet. My dude is at the OMR show. Okay, okay. Okay. So real quick, Alex, tell me, what's your opinion of Black History Month? Um, I love it, actually. I think it should be all year round, actually. But it's nice that the nation stops, and some in the nation, I won't say all, are celebrating Black History Month like we all do or should. But some of the nation actually stops and just to remember the great things that uh, our culture has been about. Because, you know, throughout the year, we just seem to get our butts beat. <laughs> you know, like all you hear is about the bad things that we do and someone getting killed here, shot here. You know, we, we, you know, throwing drinks on each other on TV and all this other stuff. But, you know, one time out of the year for at least 28 days, 29. How many days is it? 28. 28, yeah. It's not a leap year, is it? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, no, it's not a leap year. So, yeah, this for 28 days we get to stop and just think about the positive things that our culture has been about and, and, and that we've done because we've done a lot of great things across the world. So, yeah, love it. Man, my opinion on Black History Month is it's a good thing that we get highlighted 
um, the same way I would like for other um, core cultures that we have in America mm-hmm. to be highlighted. Um, some people just get days, mm-hmm. you know, but nationally it's recognized for a whole 28 days. Now we know that black history is, is has been woven all throughout American history. Mm-hmm. So it will be of us to acknowledge that on a regular basis, not just in February. So although I am very grateful for this very short month that we have where it's prominent, like, you know, to the point where Snapchat has filters every day, changing of, you know, popular and famous um, people in black history in America. But, you know, and there's still that little twinge where it's like, oh, so we get the shortest month of all months? Yeah, what, what about those that, that kind of feel that us celebrating the day, uh, the celebrating Black History Month all together with no other culture? Like, because it's, it's kind of a, like, uh, feel sorry for yourself type of thing where they're like, no other culture has a month or, you know, they probably give a day or a day or two to it, but we're the only ones that we have to sit down and hope I say, why are you feeling guilty? Yeah. Because think about it. When you when you hear about black history, we're talking about things that have happened a long time ago, not even a history that we're making today. And in America, it's another way and reason to play roots. It's another reason to remind us that we were slaves for a majority of our stay here in this land. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like a catch twenty two. Hey, you get a whole month but we get to remind you we'll where you stand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, damn. Well, damn. You know, I mean, yeah, you have Black History Month, but who's talking about Obama right now? Mm-hmm. Who's talking about Michelle? Who's talking about that Black governor in Sacramento? Who, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody's talking about the history we're making today. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we are talking about some of the the other stuff that have already happened. So we're actually going to get on that bandwagon and give you guys some facts that have happened a long time ago, but ones that you probably aren't even really fully aware of. The ones that'll make you go, hmm, really? Yeah, usually during Black History Month, you you only have, like, your bullet points. That Martin Luther King was born here. This person made peanuts. That person made a stoplight. Okay, we get it. Imagine C.J. Walker made the pressure cone. You know, Harriet Tubman helped slaves. You know, that whole nine. But it's almost like, oh, is that it? You know? Right. Yeah. You have, like, your eyes on <laughs> in black history. And then you have no one else. Is that really what's going on? So we're going to go over some things that you probably didn't know about, you know, just different little different little pockets of black history. I like what you got. Um, we'll start off with the women first, which most people don't know. I have a hard time saying this. You have you, you can speak African, right? <laughs> Not a... Our Queen Mother Ya Asatwa. Asatewa. Uh, Asatewa. See, I told you, you know I speak African. I told you. Uh, she was the Queen Mother of the Edewusu tribe of the Ashantes. Now, people don't know the Ashantes is one of the biggest tribes in Africa. That was one of the most Very popular. dominant popular, you know. They're in Ghana. Well, what is now called Ghana. Yeah, the modern Ghana. She was... Uh, exceptionally brave fighter who in March 1900 raised and led an army of thousands against the British colonial forces in Ghana. And the forces, um, the emperors were to subgate and uh, the Asante seized the golden stool, Asante's nation's spiritual symbol of unity and sovereignty. And And we're uh, reading from the Atlanta Black Star. They have a history 
of pointing out things in, the, in black folks' history, which I appreciate, you know. It, but sometimes I'm like, really, Atlanta Black Star? I really like that one so much just because, you know, a female ran that one, you know, like. Because girls were in the world. Yeah, hey, hey, I, 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 I ain't going to go that far. But, uh, uh, but we do though. <laughs> but we do though. But you know, it's very nice because you got these women who who like are very sophisticated and just like on some like oh let a man do it, let a man handle it, uh, the, let them go out and do that. When you got a woman who stood up and led thousands of African soldiers against a whole British army in the 1900s, you know, I mean they had guns and all that, and she was doing her thing. So like I'm just saying. So far as women at that don't believe they can't do anything can. in this world, you really can do anything you want. And especially my black females, it's just a certain, certain, uh, uh, that look, that look got power, you know? <laughs> yeah, y'all got some power, y'all. I just want to see it used more. And that that's just a touch on history that we should always look back at. The powerful women back in history, y'all wasn't submissive and getting beat. Y'all wasn't just letting us get, you know, get let, let anything happen to us. Right, right. Black women. Because behind every great man, you can find a woman. A, a great black woman. Exactly. I mean, All right, so we got, um, we got a couple other things. Let's see. Um, Marcus Garvey, can you tell us? Because I know you looked it up, LX. Oh, the UNIA, it was the largest secular organization in U.S. history. The UNIA, what does that stand Marcus for? Marcus Garvey? The Universal Negro Improvement Association? You talking about the largest African American group hey, that was ever put in, in in America? Why would every Cali dude want to look up on somebody like hey, for real? For real? For real? Wait, wait a minute. No, that that Universal Negro Improvement <laughs> What you talking about? <laughs> uh, like the UNIA, they was like, what we look at as Black Lives Matter today, they was the most dominant figure in African-American culture and during them times. When Marcus Garvey was doing, this was before Martin, before Malcolm, all that, like, and he was from Jamaica, you know, and another fact that they just probably don't know, that we, even though he did so much for African-Americans, we don't necessarily celebrate him in a day due to government, you know, sanctions, and, you know, they don't want us to know about him, but he is celebrated in Jamaica, as a, 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 as a national holiday, they celebrate them every year. On uh, it was declared in 1964. They don't really say the date, but he celebrated. Wow. Right? <laughs> he was a national hero. That's wow. Yeah. So, okay, so we got Marcus Garvey and Ya Asantewa. Yeah. Uh, I hope I said it right. Yeah. Queen Mother Ya Asantewa. Yes, and then um, one of my favorites, Mansa Musa. He was actually originally. Uh, known as Mataketa One, um, he was a Mali emperor, and he is still known as the richest person to have ever lived. And look, he's the first one to ever hit the slogan and mean it. A balling, exactly. Like honestly, biggestly balling. Jay Z, if you're listening, I'm flattered. But most importantly, I think you would be today's version of Mansa Musa closely enough. You're not the richest man alive. Don't get me wrong, all right? Don't get the ego all big. But you could use that wealth to go through the lands and do what you gotta do. Now granted though so, it is said that Mansa Musa 
it was a like people celebrate. The reason why he was one of the most celebrated rulers because if he slid through your village, your whole economy got that. <laughs> if your he whole, slid through your village. Oh my god, it was so bad. Like they say that he had trunks of trunks of gold and all types, of, and he would just slide your village just throwing stuff out. Like huh, everybody. So, so he having to visit your visit your village. You just your economy jumped up. It was like so he was the man. And see, I personally say Jay Z because I feel like he has the mental capacity to be that type of individual. His money may not be like that. Yeah. He may not upset a small community's economy, okay? But at the same time, his his stead so far in his career has proven to be diligent and militant yeah. and, and very smart. So kudos. I, I, I love Masamus. Masamus, he was like, he's one of the reasons why, it, you know, they say black people is all about the shine. And, and it's like, all right, if you see Masamusi, he always had a bunch of gold. Go everywhere. Everything. But because just, he, that's where we come from. We and we want you guys to do your own research because we want you to know why he was that way. We know. But we don't have time to get into that right now. We only got a few minutes left. But do your research. Masamusi, Marcus Garvey, Queen Mother Yah, Santewa, all of these people, if you think they're interesting, go ahead and look them up and model your lives after some of your black heroes, okay? Um, one other thing, speaking of money, our black buying power is said to reach $1.3 trillion this year. We are the biggest spenders. $1.3 trillion. So I suggest that you guys go to websites like webuyblack.com and find you some um, some black banks to invest in because, I mean, we got the money, and money talks. money talks. If money talks, then it can shut somebody up, too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We use it the right way, though. True that. And then that leads me to our, our other fact. Greenwood County in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was where Black Wall Street was. Um, they're also known as um, the 1921 Tulsa Race Riot. All they know is that a young black man named Dick Rowland was uh, riding in the elevator at, a, at the Drexel building on 30 Main Street with a woman named Sarah Page. And after that, it just, something happened. You know, everybody's different. Accounts were a little bit different. But we know that there were shots fired and to the point where um, we had white folks, that white mob, uh, looting black area because Tulsa, Oklahoma was boasting about this county and how it was bombed and it was all black and it was this and it was that. So these white folks came through and was like, nah, bump that. (laughs) Shot fired, bang, bang. So they're out there looting. And then the government calls, or Governor Robertson at the time, he calls for martial law, so the National Guard moves in, and then it's a wrap from there. So I just want to point that out because everybody may know about Black Wall Street, but what they may not know is the fact that it was actually a race riot. And look at what's being happening today. They're inciting race wars. Why? So they have a reason to wipe somebody out and start over and do what they want to do. To 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 build their own herd of sheep. You know what I'm saying? So just you can do it, but watch how you do it. Don't tell everybody your business. Moving <laughs> silence. Moving silence. Moving silence. Okay, some more stuff. Um, let's see. We got Howard University. Do you know about Howard? Uh, how it was founded? I know it was founded by some black folks. No. No, it wasn't. In 1866, it was founded by missionaries as a training facility for black preachers. Uh-huh. It was um, it was actually started by them and named after a white man, Civil War hero General Oliver O. Howard. And it wasn't until 1926, some years later, 
that it held its first black president, Mordecai Wyatt Johnson. Wow. Okay. And it is still today an historically black college. Interesting. And one of the most prominent. Yes. Speaking of Maryland, um, Baltimore has a Blacks in Wax Museum. I actually had the pleasure of visiting that when I was in middle school. Oh, so you went to Beemore? Yeah, man. What? I used to live in Laurel, PG County. You didn't get shot. Uh. <laughs> I watched The Wire. Nah. <laughs> I was in the suburbs. Don't get me wrong. Right. <laughs> I was close to Baltimore. BMO. All right. Nah, but um, yeah, the Blacks and Wax Museum is in Baltimore, and that's where I got an eyeful of what slavery was really like. The mm. same way you have Madame Tussauds here in Hollywood, yeah. the Blacks and Wax are real live looking depiction of slavery times. That's great. They showed us, you know, scenes of how how it would have looked during those times when they were being lynched. Um, when they used to have, you know, those little log cabin type houses. And it was just a whole bunch of stuff. That's where I knew more about uh, the punishment of the slaves and how they used to torture them. And they they showed us, you know, the pickle jars that were used to hold um, genitals and different uh, things of torture. And that's another fact um, that I wanted to point out, too, was that the punishments weren't just, oh, I'm going to whip you or I'm going to lynch nah, you. Nah, that's just what There they... was something called cat hauling, you know, where they would literally cut open. There was a, it was a couple of things that, that they would do. They'd cut open somebody and put the cat in, mm. sew it up, and bet on how long it would take to, for the cat to claw out that's while the person was alive. Well, you know, I watched. Or, what, what was that uh, American Horror Story? Where uh-huh. They were like uh, the old lady. She would have she had slaves, and <laughs> the things she would do to her slaves. I was like, it's so crazy because though they're they're they're, they're telling the story as a fictional story, but it's really got like real, real depictions of. I was like, that's what they really yeah. do to slaves. They used to put cats on the backs or the fronts of the person while they were hanging, like by their hands, and then whip the cat. Because they would tie the cat to them, whip the cat to get it to claw. Like, that was called cat hauling. And then you had dismemberment where they would tie two to four horses to your limbs and whip the horses in different directions to make them try to pull you apart. Or the thumb screw. If you ran away, they would put your thumbs in this little little pressure thing until it would just crack the bones. Like, why was that so cruel? Do you wonder why them little kids used to try to light cats on fire back in the day? Because their daddy was over there thumbscrewing people. Uh, yeah. I wonder why I have a certain hate for cats. You know what I mean? Like, this is my deed. But, yeah, so the Blacks and Wax Museum, you guys should always go to Baltimore and visit. All right. And then we have one where, uh, was this 1976? The event grew out of Negro History Week. Uh, oh. We're talking about the Black History Month altogether. Black History Month uh, was uh, started off as a week, and it was the brainchild of noted historian Carter G. Woodson and the prominent African Americans. So we started, you know, so blessings that we got a week, and now we got a full month. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully one day we will just all accept that Black History is all year. And yeah. that you should never stop yeah. or ever looking at your ancestors, stop looking back at your ancestors, or never stop trying to know thyself. I think the only way that thyself. would happen is if we extinct white folks and just have sex with them all and then just have colored babies. And then by 10 generations down, it'll only be black people. <laughs> and I know for all of you extremist white hey, power you people, just, you just, I just spoke your worst fear. <laughs> 
But anyways, one last fact. Dr. Daniel Hale Williams, he founded the first black-owned hospital in America and performed the world's first successful heart surgery in 1893. So all of y'all super old rich folks of whatever race that keep getting heart transplants, you could thank a black man. For real. Think about that. Mr. Rockchild. <clears throat> know who you are. Know who you are. All right. Hunting and 20 is still living somewhere in a table. Kidnapping people from hearts and stuff. And you wonder why you can't find nobody that's gone missing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Tell <laughs> Wake up. I feel like preaching now. Where's Spike Lee at? <laughs> Do the right thing. Where's Spike Lee at? So anyways, you guys, I hope you all enjoyed hearing more about uh, some facts in black history from not just America, but from all over. I hope that it it gave you some knowledge. It, it woke you up a little bit and then even gave you some some sort of encouragement because we don't just have slaves in our history. No. As you can see, we have kings and queens and rulers and geniuses. We have scientists. We have so many people, so many of black people, us, me, I'm black, my people, has infiltrated every single facet of this country. Life, Government, science, religion. They just came out with that movie with, um, with, with Jada and um, what's my girl's name? She was in uh, Baby Boy. Taraji? Taraji, the new movie that just came out about the the the, that wasn't, um, the black the black women that were that, that were rocket scientists. Yeah, but that wasn't um that wasn't Jada. Jada, that movie, y'all think so? Is, is Jada well, it Taraji? must be a cameo because she ain't one of the main ones. That's Octavia Butler and then Janelle Monae. Oh, uh, well, maybe I just thought I seen Jada. He, he Jada, if you listen. <laughs> Dreams of you. Available? No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about hidden figures. Um, that's the movie you're talking about with Taraji, and I heard it was very, very good. I'm pretty sure it's up for some awards by this point. The box office uh, said it hit 144.8 million when they open. So that's that's really, really. I'm pretty good. sure all the black women they spent too much money on it, so they can't Man, I, it's it's crazy, man. We have so much history that is illuminating, and it's refreshing to know that it's not all bad. We know black women can be rocket scientists. We were we used to be called computers. <laughs> we used to be called computers. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. And speaking of computers, one of the um the main. Uh, I don't really know all the computer parts, but I read somewhere that uh, one of the, uh, the the key components of a computer was actually invented by a black guy. It's nothing. We wouldn't have Mac if it wasn't for this guy. Like, hey. how could you be racist? I mean, they, it's, it's almost like there's nothing in this world. And, and we're not, like, it's including the rest of the, the, the uh, contributors, contributors from all the other races and cultures, but we're just speaking about what we've done because we somehow always somehow get written out of history. I don't know how that happens. But you know, it's like it's not that we get written out; it's that we don't get acknowledged. Cause they, they, there's records of everything everywhere, somewhere. But what we get out, that's propaganda. You know what I'm saying? In the history books, they don't tell us about the greatness of all of these people. Just a couple few ones, you know. Like we just a piece. They pick our, they pick our heroes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They pick our history, our history, and what we should know. And it's crazy because 
every, you know, they got they're they're coming out with new history books where now the history is a little bit yeah they don't talk they don't talk about certain things and and now it's distorted and, and they had, it was on the news and everything where they was calling you know uh, slavery indigenous servitude you know that we were that we were indigenous servants that came over like what this is what they're teaching the kids now you know I don't know if it reached California yet but it was in certain certain uh, schools in the south and and other school districts that they were that news and see, honestly I think that that's just a way to appease our future generations. Because if you notice, everybody that we grew up with, we know about slaves. Yeah. We've seen it in the past. We've even heard about racism from our parents. Our, some of our and grand, grandparents. we actually experienced a little bit of something, something. And then some of our great-grandparents are still were, were, who came from there. Exactly. Like, yeah, so now we have a history that we have to bargain with, that we have to work with and try not to be angry about. Mm-hmm. But with all the stuff that's been happening, people getting shot up. People not, you know, people getting kidnapped. All type of stuff is happening in the black community, and people are finally getting upset. People are finally trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Now they're gonna do what they're gonna do to try to infiltrate what we've created out of that, uh, out of our pay. But that's a sneak move. I'm gonna teach your kids that it wasn't slavery; it was indentured servitude. It's totally justified. Mm-hmm. And when you get older, you're gonna sound crazy. <laughs> and there, those new activists you plan on raising. They're not going to be activists. They're going to be my bitches. <laughs> They're going to be like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't that it bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't. And I'm like, <laughs> so we already got them accepting, you know, this whole uh, sexual switch roles, that type of stuff. We already got that going down. So now we're not even procreating the way we should be. <laughs> and then you got all of this, oh, it's, it's no big deal. We're just trying to party. and, and you, I mean, it's like, at the end of the day, I really am for unity, but I'm slowly but surely thinking that separatism is probably the best way to go at this point. Uh, Only because we've been so busy trying to, you know, uh, acquiesce and, 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 and be what they are. Yeah. We're, we've been trying to get full off of these scraps they keep throwing off the table, and I'm like, why can't we just go off and find our own food? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, we see you in the kitchen cooking. We go in our own kitchen and cook the same thing and do it probably a little bit better. That's actually one of the things that uh, one of the people that we spoke about, Marcus Garvey, one of the things why he created the UNIA was because he believes that we cannot co-inhabitate with a, co- a government that is meant to oppress us. Like, how can, right. how can you say, like, hey, let's get along when the whole entire government is meant to be like, nah, we want you under us. So there's no getting along with that. There's only separate, there's only, like, let's have ours, you have yours, and we can communicate when we need the goods exactly. and trade. But besides that... And that's what I mean by unity. I mean that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that you exist, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You understand that I exist, and I'm okay exactly. with that. That's the kind of unity that I'm that I'm for. But all of this blending and mixing and da, 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 da. we gotta get along. It's, it's how do you how do you get along with your oppressor? <laughs> how do you how do you get along with someone that 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 trains to kill you and keep you and keep you down? How do you get along with somebody who created a whole system to 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 make sure that your children, their children, and their children remain slaves? How do you get along with that person? There is no getting along with that. The person. only way you get along with it is if the person who has been suppressed decides to ignore it or forgive it or whatever. And even still, my gut is telling me that it's some sort of submissive 
uh, a submissive vibe when that happens because it's like I'm gonna LS, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Now live with me and love me. Now live with me and love me. And when you don't, when you ask, I'm like, well, why you mad? You forgave me. It's like, how did I get that one up? (laughs) How did I, the person who slapped you, get a one up on you? It's like, you know, like I feel that being in that space is just, it's not conducive for true, actual growth. And even Malcolm X, when when he when he was preaching separatism, and then when he came back, he understood mean that you that that doesn't mean that you don't you uh that you don't still take care of your own first, and that's oh. and that's where we are. We should always take care of our own, take care of our home, and don't rely on anyone to save us. No one's come to save us. Well, before we go, we got our lovely, lovely mentor, Mr. Sandra Calloway, on the line. Please say hey. Please say hey. 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 <laughs> hey. How's it going, Miss Lady? Man, you know, I, you know how busy it is. It's, it's awards week, and you know, and I like, man, how's Bree doing? A show in the middle of awards week. How can I be get my nails done and head done all? And I gotta call in and say what's up to the cats. You know, what I'm saying with all the stuff that's going on, and you know, I'm getting prepared for Vivica's Black Magic tonight. So yeah. I'm like, you, how you gonna do a show? How you gonna do a show and not tell me so I can come and have some fun? <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm working with a whole new crew. We trying to get we trying to get into the swing of things. So this is actually the first show we've been uh, we've uh, been promoting. So uh, we got we only got a few seconds left. So Miss Cassandra Calloway, why don't you do the honors of closing out the OMR show? All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Cassandra Calloway. They call me the hostess with the most. As you can follow me on Twitter at the uh, Calloway Nation and on Facebook, the Cassandra Calloway, Instagram, the Cassandra Calloway. And then my girl, Miss Queen X, is going to tell you how to find her and follow this amazing show on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, now. Thank you. So, yes, please follow us at the OMR Show on Twitter and Instagram. We will be seeing you later, Audi 5000. Yep, tell them.